There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, May 2nd edition. We are loaded. Absolutely loaded. 15-game slate. Aces galore. Good middle-tier pitching. Couple stud punts. Bats for days. We have some work to do. What a Monday night. Very interesting. Hope you didn't pay for Kershaw. Cueto was not bad. McCullers worked out if you paid up. Um, Severino, massive letdown. It was so disappointing. Goings and Coglin are the two bats that beat you out of all the guys. That was just frustrating as frustrating can be. Cole was good. Um, some of the other but the options. Waka was, yeah. Garrett, if you punted, was good. Strato was good. Bats were great. Bats, we hit those pretty darn good, uh, except for the White Sox. But that tis, tis baseball. It was a good day all around, um, but let's get into this 15-game slate. It is absolutely loaded, and there is one pitcher that starts out our slate, and we are paying for him. There are four pitchers over 10K, and there is one we are paying for, and he is the highest-priced arm on the slate. I say there is one or two guys that I will pay for each time out, and this is one of them, and his name is Christopher Sale, and he is $12,500. It is his third highest price of the year in five starts. So it can be third highest or third cheapest. Depends if your glass is half empty or half full. He is on the road against the Boston or, – or he's, he's at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Sorry about that. And this guy is just automatic. Ten or more strikeouts in every start this year. Seven or more innings in every start this year. Pure filth. If he got run support, it would be amazing. Um, this guy is just as automatic as automatic comes. He's facing a Baltimore offense that I keep telling you is way better against right-handed pitching than left-handed. They strike out 25.6% of the time against left-handed pitching with a WOBA of .302, which is way below average, and an average of 247 against left-handed pitching. Not good, as they say. Chris Sale is as good as it comes right now. Himself, he is striking out 27.3% of the batters he is facing, getting soft contact, heavy favorite of minus 240. Uh, the list goes on and on and on. 
He's great. He's 12,500. If he gets hit, I will play him again and again next time because it's literally once every five, six, maybe ten starts. He's going to get hit because he's human, but he is going to pay off way more often than not. He is almost as automatic as they come. If he starts showing a hiccup more consistently, then I back off. But right now, this is, like I tweeted last time out, he is as close to baseball porn as you can get. This guy is just, you watch him, he's smooth, he's beautiful. It is baseball as close to perfection as you get on the mound and I love to watch him play he will get beat he will get beat up one day if it's today it's today but I will pay for him against the Baltimore offense that just struggles against lefties I don't care if they hit CC freaking fat boy Sabathia his last time out give me Chris Sale at 12-5 against the Baltimore Orioles there's plenty of good bats to stack for cheap later you can afford him next up if you don't want to pay for him Another guy I love. We're skipping Kluber. We're skipping Lester. We're skipping Verlander. If you want to use him, go for it. Um, Detroit, they hit Kluber pretty well in the past. There's good strikeout stuff from Kluber. Fine. Philly, they hit lefties well. Lester's been all over the map. Verlander, Cleveland has been raking Verlander. Big strikeout upside with Verlander, but, but Cleveland's been raking. Those all those guys can all pitch great. I'm not going to roll the dice with that price tag. I'm going all the way down to James Paxton, $9,200 at home against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Paxton brings his 139 ERA, .84 whip into the game. A couple starts ago in Oakland, he had his first hiccup. He rebounded in Detroit, seven innings, four hits, nowhere, nine Ks. Eight Ks or more in all four starts. Besides that hiccup in Oakland, he has gone at least seven innings in all three of his other starts. No one runs in any of those three starts. That is outstanding. If you take out that Oakland start, he's gotten you 32 or more DraftKings points in every start. Damn, that is pretty freaking good. He's striking out 24.6% of the batters he's facing, while the Angels are striking out uh, almost 19% of the time against left-handed pitching. That number keeps climbing. It was lower each week. It's been going up slowly but surely. Um, they have one of the worst Wobas in baseball against left-handed pitching and a 237 average against left-handed pitching. So not good, Johnny. Not good at all. Um, James Paxton is in a phenomenal, phenomenal spot tonight at home in a nice, friendly, safe co-field. I'm guessing the roof will be closed because that is one of the spots where the weather is bad. Um, so keep an eye on that. Before I get farther into pitching, really not any rain concerns. The only places, there's a couple places with rain. They have roofs. But there is a ton of wind blowing out. Cleveland, Detroit, Baltimore, Boston, Pittsburgh, Cincy, Philly, Chicago, Toronto, New York, uh, Arizona, Washington. Wind's blowing out in those ballparks. But uh, love Paxton tonight. If you're not paying for sale, you are paying for Paxton. You're using one of those two. I actually built a lineup last night with both of them. And to be honest, it was hard to go to sleep because I couldn't sleep on my stomach. It was beautiful. Very beautiful. Next up. We go to one that I really like. I'm hoping it gets overlooked. Ownership could be low. This could be a very, very nice tournament play. He was so bad to start the season. So, so bad. Really let a lot of us down. But uh, looked great his last time out. He's going up against a Kansas City Royals team that really, really struggles against left-handed pitching. I'm talking Mr. Trade Bait Jose Quintana, 9100 bucks. On the road in Kansas City. Like I said, he faced him his last time out. Six innings, five hits, one earned, ten strikeouts. 
31.3 DraftKings points. Um, he's given up three earned runs or less in three of his four starts. He's gone six or more innings in three of those four starts. He went five and two-thirds in his other. He, so he hasn't been going super deep, but he's been getting you six Ks or more in three of the four starts. Um, he's been doing – he's about a one-to-one ground ball to fly ball in most starts. So you get that concern to worry about. But um, for once, the weather's not blowing out too much in Kansas City for once. But he hasn't been getting shelled. Um, that's the bright side of things. And uh, he seemed to look a lot, lot better his last time out. And the most important part, like I said, he's facing a Kansas City team that really, really bad. Against well, they're bad, period, offensively. We liked him yesterday against Kobe, and they, they kind of woke up. They did pretty well. They did pretty well. Hosmer went deep. Perez did well. Kane did a couple things. Not bad. A little stack if he did, it worked out. But um, left-handed pitching, they strike out 23.6% of the time. Woba of 240, which is dreadful. Like, bad, 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 bad. And here's where the kicker is. An opponent batting average, or uh, an average against left-handed pitching, a team average, 0.186. That is bad. Really bad. Quintana striking out almost 22% of the batters he faces. Um, going up against Danny Duffy in Kansas City. Quintana should get overlooked. He's a dog in that matchup against Duffy. I think at 9100 bucks, he's high. He's $300 higher than Duffy. So he costs more on DraftKings. He's a dog in Vegas. I like Quintana a lot. I think he gets overlooked. I think he's a sneaky GPP play in this matchup. I th- I'm hoping he figured it out. But most importantly, if you just go by the stats and what you're looking at, Kansas City does struggle a ton against left-handed pitching. And uh, it's a good place for Quintana to hopefully get right. Another matchup is Carlos Martinez at home against Milwaukee Brewers. I tread lightly here. I like it for the K upside. You're facing Milwaukee, striking out 26% of the time against right-handed pitching, but they have a great Woba, 326, 233 average. You saw how they hit Waka pretty well. I told you it was risk-reward with Waka. It's been risk-reward with Martinez. Martinez's control has been a nightmare. He's either on or he's just a disaster. His slider's not locating or something seems to be going wrong at all times. It's one or the other with that guy. Um... But he's striking out 22.7% of the batters he's facing. He's a heavy favorite against Willie Peralta. I think it's going to be heavy, heavy ownership on him. People will see his name going up into Milwaukee with a high K upside. So he's, he's not a bad play, but ownership should be really high. So I, I'd, I'd go elsewhere in tournaments. Cash game, maybe go a little more. He's in an okay spot, but uh, I'm going to go a little elsewhere. But he's in a good place. I wanted to mention his name to you. Not a bad place, but 15 games late. There's a lot of good options tonight. So, like, I'd go around him. Like, next, Irvin Santana, 8600 bucks. He will be heavily overlooked. I'd say if you go to Quintana-Santana lineup, those two pitchers will both, I, I would guess, both be under 10% owned. And if they both go off in a tournament, you're sitting really pretty. Now, now Santana, is he going to strike out the world? No. He's, he's four starts, six, five, eight, four. So, you're not, look, you're not getting big K rates. Fine. But he's gone... Six or more in every start. He's given up one run or less in every start. Four hits or less in every start. The guy is just filthy. Great ground ball to fly ball ratio. Um, averaging 26.4 DraftKings points per start. Pitching at home against a really bad Oakland squad. Oakland um, against right-handed pitching. Striking almost 25% of the time. Woba 301. Team average below 220 against right-handed pitching. Everything's lining up for Santana. Like I said, he's only striking out 20% of the batters he faces. 
I think it's a great matchup. It's quality start after quality start after quality start. Uh, he should get run support as Minnesota's going up against Sonny Gray. First start off the DL. Um, we'll get into why we like Minnesota later. We love Minnesota tonight. They're super cheap. In your sale lineups, you're welcome. Thank you, DraftKings. But uh, Irvin Santana, great, great play tonight. 8600 bucks. DraftKings guess, continues to leave him at a very solid price for us. Um, he could fit in there very nicely. Nice low ownership play. Overlooked as well. Oakland has one of the lowest implied team totals of the night at 377. Uh, love it. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, okay, now we start getting into some interesting plays. Um, the price tag surprised me because he was cheaper last week at home. But now on the road, Matt Moore heads into Los Angeles, 8200 bucks. We know the Dodgers can't hit lefties. Matt Moore, uh, he just faced him last week in San Francisco. Seven innings, two hits, one earned, eight strikeouts. Prior to that, he was horrible in Colorado and then at home against Colorado. But then at home against Arizona, eight innings, three hits, one earned, five Ks. Maybe it's a Colorado thing. We don't know. Small sample size this year. We know he did pitch pretty well last year when he came over with the Giants. Scary part, if you follow the barrels account or you look at hard contact rate, he's given up the most barrels and hard contact in like all of baseball. He's in the top five, somewhere along those lines. I don't know where it's at this morning. He's getting hit hard this year. Bright side, Dodgers, when it comes to left-handed hit, the pitching, dreadful, dreadful. Striking out uh, 21% of the time, 286 uh, Woba, 221 batting average. All good signs for Matty Moore. $8,200 price tag is scary. Bright side is it's going to scare a lot of people away from him. So he's a good GPP play, a really good GPP play. It's dicey, no doubt about it, but it's a good GPP play. Um, you know, Corey Seager took him deep. That, that was one of the two hits, the only run in that game. That was in the first inning. So after the first inning, he threw six more innings of one-hit shutout baseball against the Dodgers. Uh, a night game in Chavez Ravine, still pitcher-friendly ballpark. It's going to be warm here on the West Coast. Uh, I'm I'm in the Central Valley, and they're talking mid-90s. So down in L.A., I think they're talking at least mid-80s to low-90s. Um, it's going to be warm. Ball might move a little more than normal, but still – yeah, the marine layer might creep in, or at least the smog layer down there. So that might keep the ball in the ballpark. So um, it's a sneaky play, low ownership at that price tag. Another one in that same game, left-handed pitcher Alex Wood, 7900 bucks going up against the Giants. Same scenario as Matt Moore. He just faced the Giants his last time out. Six innings, one hit, no earn, five Ks. He's pitched very well this year. Besides his one start in Arizona, where we're only at four and two-thirds, gave it four runs, he has um, given up. One earned run or less in three of his four starts. Um, downside, he's only gone more than four and two-thirds innings once, which was his last start. So that's a slight concern. But he has decent K upside. Tons of ground balls to fly balls, which is outstanding. So 7900 bucks risky because you don't know the longevity of what you're getting out of wood, which is definitely a scary predicament. But um, Giants... Worst team in baseball against left-handed pitching. Horrible. Striking out almost 21% of the time. 270 Woba, 217 team average. They did hit Kershaw a lot last night, which will make Wood extremely underrun because people will see that and go, oh, they figured it out. They figured it out. Well, I'm sorry. I got to see it more than one time. Um, sure, they hit Kershaw, which was amazing. As a Giants fan, I was pumped. Anytime you can hit the best pitcher in baseball, and your team's been playing as bad as they did in all the month of April. You take any little, you know, solace you can in something. 
But I saw how bad they were in April, and one game is not going to change my thought process on them at all. So Alex Wood at 7900 bucks, nice low-owned GPP play. <clears throat> like I said, there's going to be a lot of interesting targets tonight. And on this low-end side, there's some really good ones, including these last two. And I really broke down this one right here for you. I want I pulled up fan graphs on this last one. Tyler Chatwood at the San Diego Padres is $6,900. I wanted to bring this up to you because... Sure, he's got a 4880 ERA, 134 whip. He's he's only pitched once on the road this year. His three home starts, five earned runs in five innings, four earned runs in six innings, four earned runs in five and a third. His one road start was at San Francisco, nine innings pitched, two hits, no earned, four Ks. Okay, small sample size. I get it. Well, let's take a look at the past. In 2016, his home road splits at home, a 6-1-2 ERA with a WOBA of 374, giving up an average of batting average of 300, slugging of 497. People hit him well. On the road, 1.69 ERA, opponent batting average of .189, and a WOBA of 253. I'd say that's a pretty good split. Pretty darn good split. If you want to go a little deeper, we'll go into his career split. In his career, home versus road. His home ERA of 5.17, opponent average of 293, well above 365. Away, ERA 3.20, average of 247, well above 305. So I think you get my drift through all of this. That Chatwood is a completely different pitcher on the road. And I absolutely love him at 6900 bucks as a pump play. So Tyler Chatwood, 6900 bucks. Padres implied team total, 378 Last pump play of the day, Trevor Cahill, $5,000. No one is going to use. Well, some might because they kind of caught on to him this year. But... Um, he got blown up in Arizona, but that was in Arizona. He's been blown up on the road, but at home, seven innings, three hits, one earned against the, the Fish. He's striking out six or more in every start. That's the part I love. His K rate is bananas. Trevor Cahill on the season. Let me get that number for you right here. Well, his, his ground ball rate is 60.7%. Um, his is his bad bips only 322, which I absolutely love. His K per nine is 11.25, which is outstanding. He's given up less than a homer per nine. Uh, here we are. Here we are. His strikeout percentage Trevor Cahill 29.1%. His left on base is 66.2. Opponent batting average is 231. Bad bips 322. Trevor Cahill is getting it done, giving up soft contact. And he's facing a Rockies team who on the road this year is only hitting 224. So, yes, they leave Coors Field. Uh, even in Arizona, in Coors Light, they didn't quite light it up. They struggled. So, Trevor Cahill, even though that some of the Rockies, a couple of them have hit him pretty well, could be an extremely, extremely sneaky $5,000 play. And the Rockies team total is only 372 on your lucky Tuesday slate. So there you go. There's your pitching 
It's loaded. I told you, you got a lot of good options to choose from. Chris Sale, love him. James Paxton, love him. Then you got Sneaky Quintana. Carlos Martinez, I'd kind of beware. The upside's there, but beware. Love Santana Sneaky. Moore and Alex Wood, interesting matchup there. And they got Chatwood and Cahill. So really good options on the lower tier. Uh, good GPP options. Really good stuff to target there. Now the fun part. We have a lot of good hitting to attack. A lot of good hitting and price-wise. Let's get into the bats. Catching Evan Gaddis, 3800 bucks against the lefty Cole Hamels. Gaddis, 7 for 23 lifetime. Taking Hamels deep three times in his career. Buster Posey went deep last night. He had one homer of all of April. Went deep for the first time in May off of Kershaw, $3,700. You got um, Yadi Molina, uh, $3,500 against Willie Peralta. Like that quite a bit. Brian McCann, $3,300 versus Hamels. McCann has also taken, uh, he's 17 for 61 lifetime off Hamels. Not a bad sample size. Seven doubles and three home runs. Salvi Perez versus Quintana, $3,200. Another good sample size. Perez, 19 for 60. Four doubles, a triple, and two home runs off Quintana. Perez is one of those guys I've been paying up for a catcher a little bit. Keeps producing. Produced again last night. It's, it's one of those, like, I always start with my catcher as a low price, like $2,800 or less. If I have extra money, I always go up to, to Salvi. I love Salvi. Very productive. Um, if you're not using Santana, Stephen Vogt at 3,200 is not bad, but he hasn't quite been there. I'd probably go to Weeters against Walker at 32. He double-donged on Sunday. Very productive bat in Matty Weeters. Wind blowing out in Washington uh, tonight. Uh, you can move on to Jason Castro against Sonny Gray, 2,800 bucks. Uh, righties hit Gray really well. We'll get to that here in a second. So we're going to target some big bats with Minnesota. Minnesota's cheap tonight, but Castro is a nice cheap option. He's batting about sixth in that lineup. So not bad there. Christian Vasquez, $2,800 facing Asher, a part of the Boston stack. Boston highest implied team total on the slate at 5.31. Uh, Tucker Barnhart, if he's catching, starting for Cincinnati. Tyler Glass now definitely worth picking on. Uh, Tucker Barnhart for Cincinnati, $2,700. Wind blowing out in Cincy yet again. Go Alex Avila if you want to pick on Kluber. He's 2,600. Cleveland, uh, his first base catcher eligible. You can go Pena for Milwaukee. He had a good night against Waka. If you want to fade him against Martinez, 2,600. Uh, and then Giovanni Soto against Duffy. Soto hits lefties well. He's hit Duffy okay in the past. He's 2,400. Not the worst look in the world right there. And that'll take us through the catcher's position. So a couple cheap options. And a couple nice ones at the top that have some very good past history. Moving on to first base, you got eight to the Rizzo against Jeremy Hellickson at fifty-two hundred bucks. Goldie against Tanner Roark at forty-nine hundred. Joey Votto absolutely love him tonight against uh, Glass. Now forty-eight hundred bucks. Wind blowing out in Cincinnati at the Great America Small Park. Joey Votto great play at forty-eight hundred dollars. Hanley Ramirez is really hot right now. I do not mind paying $4,700 for Hanley Ramirez against Asher. Very, very hot bat. First base outfield eligible. Good look tonight. Starting to heat up. Will Myers, $4,700. If you just want to play one or two Padres, Myers does have some good history off of Chatwood. There's other first basemans I think I'd go to, but Myers is really hot. He had some bombs against the Giants over the weekend. Don't mind Myers at all. Um, Freddie Freeman is uh, 
always in play. He's 4,600. Keep an eye on him against Matt Harvey. Absolutely love that play. Ryan Zimmerman, 4,600 bucks. Had one of the best Aprils in all of baseball. Ryan Zimmerman against Walker. Walker gets crushed by right-handed bats. Ryan Zimmerman is a great play at $4,600. Eric Thames against Carlos Martinez, 4,500. Thames had a nice day on Monday. Jose Abreu, 4,300. Let us down on Monday, but he hits Duffy pretty well. Um, Abreu, where did I see that at? I wrote it down. Wrote it down. 12 for 34 lifetime with a double and a home run off of Duffy. You got Matty Carpenter against Willie Peralta, 4,200. Carpenter went deep on Monday. We loved him then. We love him again on Monday. Carp, Carpa Diem, 20 for 43 lifetime with six doubles and three home runs against Peralta. Not bad. Uh, Mark Reynolds off to a good start to the year. He's 4,100 against Cahill. Keep an eye on that Rockies lineup. Desmond's back. Uh, Dahl will be back soon, so see how they shake things up there. You got Carlos Santana against Verlander. Santana first base outfield eligible, $3,800. Carlos Santana, he's only batting 217 lifetime and like 60 at-bats versus Verlander, but he's taking them deep eight times. So he's either probably striking out or going deep. So pick your poison. Mitch Moreland, 3800 bucks, uh, Not a bad cheap option there. Napoli, not bad either at 3800 Facing Fires. I like Texas tonight. Fires, big fly ball pitcher in that ballpark. Uh, you can try Kendris Morales against Tanaka at 37 uh, Tommy Joseph against the lefty. He went deep last night against Leicester, 3400 Josh Bell against Feldman in, in Cincinnati, 3400 is not a bad look again. Jay Bruce against Dickey, 3400 bucks. Uh, Bruce had another good night facing Dickey, the knuckler. Um, good, deep, small sample size, but he's 6 for 15 with three doubles and a homer, which is nice to see against a knuckleball pitcher. Nice past history there. Small sample, but nice. Yuli Gurriel continues to hit. He's facing Hamels. He's 3200 bucks. Lomo against the righty Volquez at 3200 Some nice value. Same with Justin Bohr against Cobb. Lefties are hitting Cobb extremely well to start the year. He's only 3200 bucks. That's some nice value. Bohr's hit the ball well his last couple games. If for some reason you're fading Paxton, Jeffrey Marte of the Angels is playing first base every day with Crone on the DL. He hits lefties with some power. He's 3100 and that should just about do us at the first base position. Yeah. Moving on to second base. And that will lead us off with Jose Altuve. 4700 bucks against Hamels. He hits lefties extremely well. Love Altuve at 4700 Daniel Murphy against Taiwan Walker. 4500 Love, love Murphy every day. Especially when the wind's blowing out against Taiwan Walker. Brian Dozier against Sonny Gray, 4400 bucks. Gray gets crushed by righties. Great place for Dozier tonight. Absolutely great. Great part of the Minnesota stack, 4400 bucks. Brian Dozier. Uh, Ruby Odor at 4200 is a really good look against the fly ball pitcher in fires. Uh, Johnny VR against Martinez at 4100 is not a bad play. Love Robinson Canola against Shoemaker at 4100 Uh the Mariners, Vegas isn't big on the Mariners tonight, but I am. I think the Mariners, they're heating up. Their numbers are showing it, and I like them as a sneaky stack tonight. Uh, Cano's got two career homers off the shoe. Uh, D. Gordon could be a nice leadoff steals option at 4,100. Uh, you got Josh Harrison double-donged on Monday. He's 3,900 against Feldman. I know that was against a lefty, but he's hitting everybody right now. Hitting at the top of that Pirates lineup, so... 
Want to be a little off the wall. Harrison, second base, third base, eligible at 39. Some other options I'd probably go to tonight, but not a bad play if you're building a lot of lineups. Jericho double donged for us on Monday as well. Second base, third base, eligible. He's 37 against Willie Peralta. Not a bad look again tonight. Starting Castro against Latos. Latos gets hit hard by right-handed bats. 3600 bucks. You got Bradley Miller against Volquez at 36. Not a bad play if you're going with the Rays. Brandon Phillips mentioned him yesterday. He was batting second zone against Harvey at 3400. Saladino for the White Sox against the lefty Duffy at 33 is in your White Sox potential stack, possibly. Uh, Colton Wong for your cheap second baseman at 3100 is in play. Jed Lowry. Uh, cheap second baseman at 2900 if you're fading Santana. And that'll do it at second base. So nothing really passed Lowry. You can go Ryan Goins if you want to chase that fluky game yesterday. Knock yourself out. Third base, Chris Bryant, 5K. You always have Arenado at 51. But Bryant at 5K. Machado against Sale. Roll the dice if you want. Todd Frazier against Danny Duffy at 4200. Frazier's taken him deep twice in his career. Here's my third baseman of the night, Miggy Snow, $4,100 against Sonny Gray. Like I said, righties crush Gray. Snow is just uh, the man right now, one of the best players in baseball in all of April, hitting the ball harder than almost anybody in all of baseball. Snow at $4,100. Get him in your lineup, please. Uh, Justin Turner at 4K is not a bad play against Moore. We like him against righties a little more than lefties, but he's hitting the ball really well, getting on base a ton. Kyle Seeger might be hit, starting to heat up. Might be. He's $3,900. Could be in play tonight. I kind of like him a little bit tonight, and at least in a Seattle stack. Uh, I mentioned Harrison already. Anthony Rendon, do not chase him. He's $3,900. I know righties hit Walker better than lefties on the season, so if you want to play him, go for it, but everyone's going to chase him. Jake Lamb, 3900 against the lefty Rourke. I like Lamb. Got Jericho. Mikel Franco against the lefty Lester is only 3600 bucks. That's a great price tag. For the upside in Franco. Eduardo Nunez against the lefty Wood. A shortstop third base eligible at 36 is outstanding. If you're going to fade Chatwood, Shimps only 3600 for San Diego is not bad. I mentioned Jose Ramirez uh, for Cleveland against Verlander's 35. Uh, you got uh, da, 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 da. Chase Headley against Laitos, 35. I like Joey Gallo a lot tonight with 3500 bucks against a fly ball pitcher like Fires. That plays into Gallo's power upside. Um, he's, like I say, he's always a GPP play because he's playing for the power upside. Well, playing a guy like Fires is that power upside. Tonight's the night to, to play a guy like Gallo. Nick Castellanos, 3,400 against Kluber. Castellanos, 8 for 25 lifetime against Kluber. Travis Shaw against Martinez. Shaw, three-run homer last night, 3,300. You got... Um, That'll do it at the third base position. Heading over to shortstop, which has been bleak of late, but on 15 games, we should have something. Kick it off with Carlos Correa at 4,600 against Hamels. Yeah, Corey Seager against Matt Moore at 44. I don't care about price tags with him. Lindor at 41 against Verlander. I like Diaz again at 41 against Peralta. He went deep last night. Gene Segura is not bad at 41. High price tag, but he's been producing since off the DL. Part of the stack with... Sano, or not Sano, Cano, Cruz, and Seager. Uh, Elvis Andrews hitting the ball pretty well at 3,700. You could set the table in your Texas stack if you're feeling that. 
Addison Russell, 3,600 against Hellickson. Didi Gregorius hitting in the middle of that Yankees lineup or at the top sometimes. He's 3,600. Not a bad look there. Tim Anderson, part of your White Sox stack at 35. As Drupal Cabrera, 3,500 against Dickey. He's hit him pretty well in the past. Hernan Perez, outfield shortstop eligible for Milwaukee against Martinez at 33. Not horrible play. Uh, Freddie Galvis at 3,100. He's raking. He went yard again on Monday. He hits lefties well. That's a really nice cheap play at a, at a short position to save some money at 3,100 bucks. Freddie Galvis against John Lester. Phillies will be low-owned yet again. That's not a bad play. Christian Arroyo continues to hit. Only 3K against Wood. I'm starting to buy into this kid. I might have to roster him a little bit tonight. That's not a bad price tag for a kid that just, you know, the power's not going to always be there, but he's continually putting good bat to ball and getting on base and driving in runs. At 3K, he's going to produce a little value there. And then there's Beckham, still 2900 bucks, Night in and night out. Another two-run double last night. $2,900. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know what to do with them, kids. That's just unbelievable. Every day, 2900 bucks. Tim Beckham. Going to the outfield, Bryce Harper, 5300 bucks against Taiwan Walker. Yep. If you're not playing James Paxton, Mike Trout at $5,200. Mookie Betts hit, a, hit one off the monster yesterday. He's 5K. But he's still just not consistently producing for that price tag. I just can't do it with the other bats around him. If you're not using Cahill, Blackman at 4800 is not a bad play. I already mentioned Hanley. Uh, Ryan Braun's day-to-day. I'd watch out. He's banged up. McCutcheon went deep yesterday. He's 4,500, swinging the bat pretty well. I uh, got, got Stanton, who's always got the home run upside at 45. Um, got Dexter Fowler against Willie Peralta at 44. Bradley Jr. at 44 is not a bad play. Springer against Hamill at 43, I like. Love Nelson Cruz at 4,200. Uh, he's taken Shoemaker deep twice in his career. like him a lot. Love Gregory Polanco tonight at 4,200 against Scott Feldman. The lefties off of Feldman. Like them a lot. Love Polanco tonight. Adam Duvall against Glasnow. Duvall had a big three-run homer last night. Like him again with that power upside against Glasnow at 4,200. Lefties versus Cobb. So Yellick, 4,200 is in play. Matt Kemp just continues to hit the ball hard. It's leaving his bat just extremely fast. Exit velocity is insane. 4,200 against Harvey is a good, good look in that ballpark. Billy Hamilton, 4,100 against Glass. Now he keeps stealing base at a couple more on Monday night. He could lead off a part of a nice Cincinnati stack like him tonight at 4,100. A.J. Pollock, 4,100 getting on base and stealing. He's been just great this year. 4,100 still too cheap for the production you're getting from him. I don't care what ballpark you're in. He's been very, very good if you want an off-the-wall GPP play because most people won't look for him outside of Arizona and not against a lefty. So, you know, he is better in that ballpark and against a lefty, so that's why they don't look for him. But still, it's not a bad matchup against Tanner Rourke. Uh, ben Intendi, 4K against Asher is a great play. Leading off against Asher, the highest implied team total. He's going to be leading off in a lineup that, like I said, should be scoring a lot of runs. He's hitting the ball very, very well in a very favorable matchup. 4K is a great price tag. Matt Holiday at 4K and Aaron Judge at 4K. Outstanding. Love Judge tonight at 4K against Latos, who gets crushed by righties. Michael Brantley, 3,900 against Verlander. Could be a nice sneaky play. Crush Davis, if you're not playing Santana, K with the Chris Davis at 3,900, always in play. Uh, mentioned Santana already. Melky Cabrera, 38 against Duffy. Lorenzo Kane hits lefties great. If you're not playing Quintana, Kane at 38. 
Uh, I know I said Sonny Gray gets crushed by righties, but I love Max Kepler at 3,800. Kepler, outside of Sano on his own team, Kepler's hitting the ball harder than almost anybody in baseball. So Kepler definitely in play. Carlos Gomez for the Rangers hitting the ball extremely well of late against Fires at 3,800 bucks is a nice ring to it. Jason Hayward at 37, sneaky. Love Scott Schebler against Glasnow at 3,700 bucks. That whole Reds outfield is in play tonight. Carlos Beltran against uh, Cole Hamels at 3,700 bucks. Beltran's a hard one to play. He's just so inconsistent right now, but he has taken Hamels deep three times in his career. Hunter Pence 3,700 against the lefty Wood. Pence against the lefty is always in play. He took uh, Kershaw deep last night. I like some Pence tonight at 37. Puig against Moore at 37 is not bad either against the lefty. Robbie Grossman against Gray at 36 is not a bad look. Herrera against Lester at 36 isn't bad. I love Corey Dickerson tonight at 36. His price tag's going up a little bit, folks. They're starting to pay attention. Corey Dickerson, 3,600 against Volquez is a very nice play. Marcelo Zuna went deep last night. 3,600 is in play. Ender and Ciarte, another home run. He's up to $3,600. He's playing so well this year, especially in that ballpark. Leading off against Matt Harvey. Ender and Ciarte, definitely worth a look. Steven Souza Jr. against Volquez at 3,500. A part of a raise stack is definitely in play. David Peralta, a good, good play. Lefties against Rourke, 3,500. Delino Shields leading off for Texas. I like him, a part of a Texas stack, 3,400. He's been getting on base since he took over that leadoff role. Being very, very productive for them. Kevin Kiermaier, 3,400 against Volquez. I mentioned Jay Bruce already. I uh, mentioned Hernan Perez already. Kevin Pilar leading off for Toronto at 3,300 against Tanaka. Uh, you always go Hunter Renfro as a one-off at 33. Conforto leading off at 33. Doesn't have a lot of history as Dickey, so it's a little scary, so be careful. Aaron Althair had a huge game on Monday. I love him again against the lefty Lester at 32. Solid, solid play there. Now we're getting to the value plays. What do we have in store for value tonight, boys and girls? Uh, Lonnie Chisenhall. That was what I was looking for. Lonnie Chisenhall is only $2,900. Career against Verlander. 13 for 40, three doubles, two home runs. Lonnie Chisenhall is hitting very, very well. So that's something to keep an eye on if you're going that crazy route of fading him. Um, and you got Tyler Moore who can uh, – not Tyler Moore. That's not what I was looking for. Never mind. We still have a little ways to go to the guy I was looking for. There he is. Tyler Collins. I told you he was our value play on Monday. He destroyed it. Got you like almost 30 DraftKings points. He's 2,500 again tonight. I'm not sure he's going to do it against Kluber like he did it on Monday, but another great value play. He's hitting second in that lineup. It's a great position to be hitting in if you want to roll those dice. Um, an Ofer is definitely in store against Kluber, but batting second in a potent lineup. That can, uh, that can rake definitely worth a look. So there you have it. 15-game slate. You got your bats. You got your pitchers. Again, your pitchers, Chris Sale, 12-5 against Baltimore. Baltimore implied team total, 3-6-9. Paxton, 9,200 against the Angels, 3-2-5 implied team total. Quintana, 9,100 versus Kansas City, 4.09 implied team total. Carlos Martinez, 8,900 versus Milwaukee, 3.57 implied team total. Irvin Santana, 8,600 versus Oakland, 377 implied team total. Matt Moore, 8,200 at the Dodgers, 391 implied team total. 
Alex Wood, 7,900 versus Giants, 309 implied team total. Chatwood at San Diego, 378 implied team total. Cahill, 5,000 versus Colorado, 372 implied team total. Stacking, we're looking at definitely Boston's in play. That's obvious. 531 implied team total. The Yankees at Latos, remember, right handed bats, 483 implied team total. Washington, 446 implied. I love St. Louis. Another sneaky one will be low owned yet again. 443 implied team total. Big fan of Cincinnati. The whole outfield's in play. Votto, definitely in play. I love Votto. Votto is one of the best first basemen on the board tonight. 437 implied team total versus Glass now. Uh, Minnesota is my favorite stack of the night. Minnesota is where I'm going. 4-2-3 implied team total against Sonny Gray. It all starts with Dozier and Snow, and you build around that with Kepler and company. Texas is very much in play. Lefties and righties against Fires, 3-9-9. I really, really like Atlanta with Enciarte, Freeman, and Kemp. And then you can add around that if you like, or you can just leave those three. They have a 3-9-8 implied team total against Harvey. White Sox versus Duffy's definitely worth a look again. They still hit lefties well. Don't let one game deter you. 391 implied team total. I really, really like Seattle. They're a sneaky, sneaky stack. They're starting to hit the ball. Uh, Cano, Cruz, uh, Segura, and maybe a little Seeger. Very nice look there. And then uh, smaller stacks, maybe, or just one offs or looks at. I really like Tampa Bay. Cleveland can be very sneaky. And don't sleep on Philadelphia again. Philadelphia, very good spot here. Lester has been extremely hittable this season. And if guys get on base, they're going to run. And Philly's got guys that can run a lot. So keep an eye on that one. Could be another very low-owned look. Um, they're in tough spots. Very tough spots. So be careful. But um, those could be some sneaky, sneaky stacks. So there you have it. Fun, fun, fun 15-game slate on tap. But uh, should be challenging. Some interesting games. Hopefully we'll make some money tonight. Uh, if you have any questions, hit me up on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud. Uh, check us out at TheSportsDGens, TheSportsDGens.com. Recording Around the Bases, episode 10 tonight with myself and at Boston Mo. Check us out, Around Bases Pod. And Benches with Bubba, Kentucky Derby preview, recorded Thursday night. So uh, check it all out. Good luck tonight. And I'll catch you guys tomorrow. better with a home policy from American Family Insurance because you'll feel protected no matter how the wind blows. Also, you can keep enjoying the home of your dreams. And our expert agents can help you save up to 23% when you bundle home with auto. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.